Hello and welcome to a rather special MCN Sport podcast. My name is Simon Patterson and I'm Motorcycle News' MotoGP reporter. Uh, back in January, in the middle of last month, I travelled out to California to see British rider Cal Crutchlow for the first and only interview that he's done since badly breaking his ankle back at Phillip Island in October. Uh, we're now in Sepang on the eve of the the first official MotoGP preseason test of 2019, where Cal jumped back in the bike for the first time since that crash in Phillip Island. So with that in mind, I hope you enjoy the, the full 20 minutes or so conversation that him and I had back in California last month. Enjoy. So how is the form? How is the ankle? Yeah, the ankle is not fantastic, to be honest. It's been a... Uh, as I know, as I knew at the start, it was a really bad injury. Um, the surgeon told me after the after the operation how close they were to fusing the ankle because I broke the the fracture is called a pylon fracture, which is basically the worst you can have on your ankle, where the talus goes through the tibia and fibia. Uh, they had to reconstruct the talus and the the mortis in between, and that's what they were concerned about. Um, and actually that part's gone really well. Uh, the, I have a plate on the, uh, on the tibia, and uh, I have two plates on the, of one in the center of the tibia and one on the inside of the tibia. Right. Uh, but the fibula was broken, but they left that, and that's what seems to be causing me the pain still but they simply couldn't put the plate in there because there was no room. Um, obviously, as I said at the time, as a motorbike racer, you think that you're just gonna come back in two weeks and be able to ride again. But it's now been nine weeks and I can basically only just walk. Um, and even when I walk, I'm still in pain. Uh, if you ever read up on the pylon fracture, it's 12 months, 12 months before some people can walk or, or they have the surgeries or they have a lot more pain. So I think that I've done, it's done very well in terms of how fast I've healed. It's healed miraculously considering, considering I've been able to ride my bicycle every week. Uh, and do 25 hour weeks, 25 hours a week on the bicycle with no pain on the bicycle at <clears> all. <throat> the pain has been walking. And after six weeks when I was allowed to start weight bearing again, I walked for four or five days and then had to stop again for another two weeks because the pain was so bad. But what I think was one of the tendons became inflamed and started catching the nerve. And that's still what the pain is now in the syndesmosis area of the ankle and I have the pain on the outside of the fibia um, but it's been a hard hard three months since I did it um, just simply because of I'm not saying I've never had an injury to this scale I've had big injuries before but this injury is, um, <clears throat> I know some people that have 
retired from this injury in motorcycle racing. So um, there's been points of the three months that honestly, I sat there and thought, this is it, it's done. I'm not gonna be able to ride again. It's too much pain. Um, but I always had the desire to carry on going to the physio, to carry on training every day like I normally do. So I knew that my mental state to be, to want to be competitive again and racing MotoGP was still there. So I never th threw the towel and thought, you know, it's done. But don't get me wrong, there was times that I thought, that I thought the ankle was never going to get better. Um, and it was actually in the middle, not at the start. At the start, I was okay. And, and then now I'm, I'm okay. It was in the middle area of middle, of middle of December. I was still riding my bicycle okay. But I was getting home and I was in a lot of pain. Walking, I couldn't walk again. I had a lot of setbacks. But I think I'm in a good, I think I'm in a good place now with it. I've lost a lot of movement in it. They told me 10 to 15% of movement would be lost. But at the minute I've lost probably 50. And it will come back over time. The swelling's always been minimal, but there's so, many, so much artificial bone in there that the swelling is always gonna be there for a little while and that might, that might take the year to go down. But I will be able to ride a motorbike. Um, how fast and how competitive, I don't know, but it won't be from me, from me worrying about the injury. It'll be from me not being up to speed because I missed the last three races, I missed the test, I'm going to go to Malaysia and we're missing a test again this year, you know, because yeah, there's yeah, normally three and now there's yeah. two. But I'm under no pressure or no, uh, uh, I have no goal for the start of the season and that's what I discussed with the team and, and with Honda. My goal is at the test to go and start to ride the bike again and, and enjoy to ride again. The last time I sat on a motorcycle was going into turn one in Australia. Um, and that'll be the last time that I will have sat on a motorcycle before I ride in Malaysia. Because a few reasons that I never ride the motorcycle in the winter anyway. Sometimes I ride my motocross bike twice over the whole period but in the end I'm not interested to uh, to try the ankle and then then think oh it's not in, in a great position I'd rather just go to Malaysia and see how it is and get into work uh, and in them tests I have to try and help develop the bike because it's, it's a, a new there's new parts to the Honda and there's new uh, um, there's you know different there's differences on the bike that I'm looking forward to trying and looking forward to giving my input and I think that that's always a crucial area for Honda from my point obviously they have Jorge who's new Mark was maybe not in full 100% in the tests he was riding very well but maybe li limited amount of laps and he was injured uh, and Tanker, he just jumped on the bike, but it's not. Yeah, so I think, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going into it thinking at the first test I need to be in, 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 in the top, in the top five. 
I'm thinking that I need to go there and learn to, to ride and understand the bike and give them the information. Now, if that means I'm 15th, it means I'm 15th, but I don't intend to be 15th all year, I can tell you that. I intend to go back and try and win races this year. Um, and it'll be a miraculous turnaround, that will, because um, I don't know anybody will have tried to have tackled what I have and the way that I've done it, um, you know, to, to be able to come back and be competitive. I know they all, if they get injured, they, they, they come back, but I mean, I've left absolutely no stone unturned with trying to get back to, uh, to be able to, to ride at the start of the season. Um, I thought that I was going to be able to do the Hareth test and honestly when I look back now I think it was absolutely mental to even think that I could have flown on a plane there, you know, um, because I couldn't walk at all. Um, but yeah, I've had, a, I've had a great winter otherwise, I feel good, I feel fit, um, I'm in good shape on the bicycle which I know is always important to me because I know where I'm at, you know. Um, I feel I know how to go into a season and I know what makes me prepared. And I think that I've prepared very well. Um, but yeah, it's been, a, it's been a very, very hard winter. There's no doubt about that. Um, but obviously we've been here in California and that makes a lot of difference because I'm away from the, the, the European life of, of MotoGP where um, everyone's a lot more in the spotlight in Europe uh, doing media events doing stuff like that where I come here and it's a lot more tranquil for me to be able to do what I want to do um, and the team know the way that I work and uh, Lucho is 100% behind me every year and this year he's even more behind me so um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back. I've been in contact with the team and Honda on a weekly basis, whether it be Beefy, whether it be uh, Lucio, Takio, or Namora, who's the boss. Um, you know, and they're exactly, you know, checking how I am every day and, and making sure that things are progressing. <coughs> Uh, but yeah, I won't lie to you. It's been a it's been a difficult winter in, in the sense of it's not been my normal winter. You know, normal winter I'll be able to walk, but now I've not been able to. So um, the first test I think is going to be difficult because I have three new crew members as well. Um, something that I never planned on uh, until the mid midway through the year. Uh, when uh, my my guys moved over to Jorge through Honda's request, and then at the last race, uh, after the last race, I got told as well that one of my other guys, uh, Johnny, who's been with me from the start of my Honda days, is also moving. That was looking after Dovi when Dovi was in Honda, and has been there many many years, and and that was a a big blow as well because. Uh, 
the experience he's got as well, <coughs> you know, they need to put him with Jorge because Jorge's got no experience with the Honda. Um, so I've got the new crew members to, to learn as well. And I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna not, that's not going to be easy because they have to learn the way that I work and the way that my style of, of working and beefy. Uh, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll progress with that. But I'm definitely looking forward to getting back on the bike. Um, and we'll uh, we'll see how it goes in uh, in three weeks' time. It sounds like coming to California is definitely the right thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I think from from my point of view, um, we always come to America anyway. I always do two months in yeah. in California, but it's it's been different this year because. I've been doing just as much riding on the bicycle. What I normally tend to do is go out riding on my bicycle in the morning and me and Lewis and Willow will do whatever in the afternoon, you know, that we want to do. And this year has been, I'd ride my bicycle and then I'll come home, do what I, do what I can, whether it be ice the ankle, uh, put cream on the ankle, go to the x-ray, go to the, uh, the doctors go have my physio come here. Every day has been something, uh, something else. Um, but yeah, I've been very, very fortunate that Luce has, as well, been so supportive because it's not, I don't think that. You know, there's been times where. As, as I said, it, it's been difficult for me to think that I would come back from this injury. But she's like normal, like, you'll be fine. And pushing me as well to uh, to make sure that I'm doing all my stuff on my ankle to make sure it's, it's back right. Looking after Willow. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, one of the hardest things for me is that I couldn't, I couldn't pick Willow up. I can't. I can't play with her. I can't run with her. The the saving grace that I had was my knee walker scooter, because she has her scooter and I have mine, and we fly around on it. But I mean, from a sense of being a dad, that was a difficult part. And now I can walk a lot more and I can do a lot more stuff with her. And then yeah, having uh, Mark come out. Obviously, he came out on the twenty seventh. Um, I don't think. I hadn't seen Mark since my since my crash. I spoke to him m most days, yeah. nearly every day. But I don't think he understood the severity of it until he could see that I couldn't even walk and yeah, yeah. and that I was going out on a bicycle. I can't unclip from my pedal, um, and I still can't unclip from my pedal. You know, <clears throat> but we push each other on the bike like nobody else, and uh, you know we've been riding together and then Pete came out, Pete's here as well. So I've had a good little group that, that we ride with every day um, and push each other to, to be in good fitness. Obviously they're in a different part of their season. To me, I start in, they could start now, but I mean that they start later, they, they're trying to peak for the tour yes. or not I'm peaking, you know. Um, so, you know, I think 
being here is always the best for me and I think this year was even better because um, you know I could stay away from the Europe worrying about how's your ankle everybody asking how's your ankle every 10 minutes when I'm here doing everything I can to be to be in good shape but um, we've had a good uh, I've had a good win I've had a good winter you know um, in that sense so uh, I've been l lucky to have you know my surgeon that did the operation Matthias Russ um, a German doctor who's based in Melbourne I got lucky so lucky to have him because he was a fantastic surgeon and then my care in the Isle of Man and my surgeon that I have there Ross Barker as you know they they are in constant contact with me to see how the ankle is uh, whether it be messaging calling FaceTime um, so I've had good care you know and then the care of being at home and, and stuff like that it's uh, it makes all the difference being at home because when I was in Australia it was, it were, I, I, honestly, at six days where I didn't eat in, when I was in hospital, I went downhill fast in, in hospital because of the two operations and then I had to get home and, um, just coming home. Yeah, coming home was, was good. And then obviously I spent the nine days at home and came here, but I spent nine days in the hyperbaric chamber. Um, and do it. I went out on my bicycle. Yeah. Um, last, I rode my bicycle in Australia before I crashed. I rode my bicycle in, in Japan and went up Mount Fuji. Then when I got back to the Isle of Man after crashing, I had to be pushed out of Ramsey by Rochi and by uh, Leon Mazone. And it was just, I thought, how has it come to this? You know, <laughs> and, now, and now I'm fine again, you know. Um, <coughs> So yeah, it's, but you know, other than that, I think the big test will be is how it will be on the bike in uh, in some weeks' time, and we've had to make a lot of modifications to my boot. Alpine Star have made me a special boot to uh, to uh, to be a lot more protected in the area of my leg because there's so much metal work in there, and uh, you know, you know that. The problem is, is that I don't know how strong it is. I know, on, I know walking and I know on the bicycle, it is strong, you know, um, I have some pain, but it's really strong. But I don't know from a point of view of uh, a race and a motorcycle. Well, how good it feels in the bicycle must be a decent sign. Even if you are struggling with it walking, because at least it's a similar yeah, you know, the strange thing is I had three weeks here where I was not allowed to fully weight bear, mm. still walking. So on the bicycle, I couldn't stand up because I was not allowed to fully weight bear. So I did three weeks seated yes. of riding of 20 hour weeks at that point, not even standing up. Not, yeah. um, and I became strong on the bicycle again. And then now I stand up, no problem. I have no pain. And ironically, the riding, people thought I was mad. Honestly, people thought I was in, insane. But the riding was helping with the swelling, right, okay. making the swelling yeah. go down because the blood was flowing and then it was pumping the, the blood 
back out of the foot. Um, and I never changed the shoe size, which was always good because a lot of people can't get the feet in yeah. in a normal shoe. And I, I could get my foot in a normal cycling yeah, shoe. Which is so, you know, in the end, you know, I knew that I was in, yeah, things were getting better with with my, uh, with the way I could I'd ride my bicycle. And that's all I do. You know, I don't go to the gym, I don't, uh, do anything other than ride a bicycle to prepare for MotoGP, but that's the way I do it. And I'm just different to the rest because, and I know that's what works for me. And what works for me is not what's going to work for anybody else, I don't think. You know, you all have your own sort of plan and, and the way that it is. Um, but yeah, the it was good when I started to see a lot of improvement in the end of December, really. Well, third week of December. You know, the problem was I was feeling a lot better on the bicycle, but I couldn't walk. Um, but yeah, I feel uh, I feel good, and I feel that I've done everything that I can to prepare. Yes. Mm -hmm. but, no. Um, not talking about injury, big switch from RA to HGC. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I had 16 years with RI, a great, great company, um, and I never, never ever thought I would switch. Honestly, I, I never even thought about it. But um, you know, the deal from HJC was put on the on the table. I think the helmet's a, a very good helmet. Any any helmet in MotoGP is a good helmet. Um, I know, I, you know, obviously I, I saw the helmet, I, I tried the helmet on, I, I, you know, I was a lot more involved than just signing on the dotted line. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to a new project with them. Commercially for me, it was, uh, it made perfect sense. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, why not? Why not change it? You know, there's not many people that change many things in in MotoGP, and uh, it was, uh, you know, for me it was a it was a win-win situation. As I said, I think the helmet's good. I had a great commercial deal, and uh, and what will be released is uh, is going to be very very good. I hope you enjoyed listening to that, and as always, you can keep up to date on the latest on the test in Sepang from next Wednesday's motorcycle news. Thanks for listening.